episode of All the Books, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. I'm Eric. I'm Nick Gunning. And we're your hosts. Yeah. I guess I didn't say my last name. I'm Eric Mickles. We all know. They know. <laughs> right. They know. Yeah. They know. We've got, what do we got? Book news? We got author news? Sure. That's, no, there's more. Yeah, there's lots of news. Information. Information. Good stuff. Fun Humor. stuff. Warmth. But it's not, it's not all about the information. Some of it's about the, the camaraderie. Yeah. Right? We've got a lot of heart. Yeah, we do. You're not going to find a bunch of heart we news do. on those other podcasts. Yeah. So we yep. also have a lot of hearts we, we just are, collected we are in a freezer. one bad fall away from being a Lifetime movie. That's, that's yeah. all it takes. That's yeah. how much heart we have. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy! You wanted to, we were thinking about going to see Heart in concert. We were, yeah. And then we listened to some Heart. I'm still not. I'm a Cheap Tricks with them, right? Yeah. yeah. So you I got think, two songs from Cheap Trick, and then oh, that would Barracuda you know what, though. from maybe, Heart. <laughs> I like that. That's the best you can do when you yeah. go with Heart. All right. Maybe that's maybe it's Ooh, a thing Barracuda, like, <laughs> where it's like the first half is Cheap Trick. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And the second half is Heart. Yeah. Maybe we go there and we we we'd become like Heart Attacks. I don't know. What do you call Heart fans? I don't know. Bye. Old people. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just kidding. Do you do you think it's maybe like a battle of the bands? Like they're hoping. Yeah, like a judge will be there and like, oh, we got a signed Cheap Trick, and they're no. like, finally, we're coming back. So. I don't think I, so. I was hoping maybe they were British. Did you know that Cheap Trick does like Sgt. Pepper live? There's an album of Cheap Trick just doing Sgt. Pepper just straight. It's a, I, weird, it's a weird thing to do. There are some Cheap Trick songs I like, but I don't understand being a Cheap Trick fan. That's mean. Sorry, I, I got the. I have. I only have a Greatest Hits album. Yeah. But I like the Greatest Hits album. I guess I just don't. Get I, it. I also like their cover of Magical Mystery Tour. Speaking of Cheap Trick covering Beatles, it's just a one song. <laughs> okay, I'm losing focus here. Yeah, I know. So well, that's what happens whenever I talk? You kind of. That's not true. It's just you're talking about <laughs> Cheap Trick cheap covering trick heart. Beatles covering heart. albums. Yeah. That... Cheap Trick does Barracuda no, by way so. of by way of Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah, that's not true. Let's All talk right. about our bookmarks, man. Okay. I mean, we're only two minutes in. I was hoping we could vamp for another three minutes. Oh. No, it's fine. We're going to keep going. <laughs> What's the deal with... Sorry. I don't... Bookmarks? Yeah, bookmarks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that would go. <laughs> Remember where you are! I don't either. No. All right. You want to start or you want me to start? Ooh, maybe you should start. Get this, All right. Get this wagon train going okay. again. Well, I got a lot, so I just want to tell you that uh, up front, okay? Ugh. So... Can I be up front with you? Yeah. Too much. Oh. No, I'm kidding. It's good that you read a lot. Listeners, do you read a lot? Thank you. Tune into all the books. Uh, Finish Empire Falls. Had our book club. Uh, Right uh, before we had to close the library for the crazy weather, we had our uh, Empire Falls book club. That's Russo. Yeah, Richard Russo. I tell you, the, the book club... Uh, participants enjoyed this book a lot more than I did, so I'm good for them. <laughs> we had a we had a rousing chat about it. Okay, but I've discovered that Richard Russo has really two styles. He has like narrative books that follow Flashback. a plot and story, and then he has another one that's just kind of like here's here's a whole bunch of flavor. You're going to get to know every nook and cranny of this town. Mm. And Empire Falls was one of those, and I much prefer like Bridge of Sighs at Old Cape Magic that are more about stories, I guess, than about just. Oh, I'm thinking of Nobody's Fool. Here's a whole village yeah. tired and vomitous. I know. Nobody's Fool was... It reminded me a lot of Nobody's Fool. It was a cool. character that was kind of... Anyway. Quit selling it to me. <laughs> uh, finished Flash, Blood Will Run, Jeff Johns. Good. Liked it better in first volume. That's technically... I mean, it's weird. I don't know why Amazon does this, but if you go there, Blood Will Run is technically volume one. Yeah. And then they put The Wonderland as volume zero. Well, Wonderland is not really... It seems kind of out of continuity, really. Yeah. So... Uh, but good. that was okay. You know, and it's, uh, uh, who's, it? who's the guy who turns into, like, Tar with it? 
What's his name? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know the guy's the name. The guy who was just on the Flash yeah, TV just, show. Yeah, I don't what know his, his name. name. I don't know the... His, well, isn't his, that his, character was in the... Isn't uh, his power... Isn't he just called Tar Pit? Tar, is it Tar Pit? Anyway, he, he was in it. And I <laughs> okay. was like, oh, I just saw him on the Flash TV yeah, show. Yeah, sure. Uh, I finished uh, The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis. And now I wish I would have saved this for a Lonely Hearts book club because it was in our YA stacks. Uh, this is by Max Shulman. Uh, was the basis for the, the movie and the TV show... And a stage play uh, about these characters. Um, ne- hadn't been checked out from our library since 1993. Uh-huh. I checked it out, read it, loved it. It was nice. hilarious. It was, it was all short stories about Dobie Gillis. And just the tone of it was so modern. Like, it felt like I just pulled it off the, the new shelf. Mm-hmm. And it was written, I think a lot of these stories were written in the late 40s. So wow. pretty impressive considering its, its age. That it, so got- that it feels not just, not that it's good, but that it felt... It was written in a style that I would consider modern for today. Hmm. So, you know what that else? was neat. I really loved it. Happened mm-hmm. in '93. What? Dress Park came out into movie theaters. Da, 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 da. Oh, That's yeah. a thing Eric hates when I do. Yeah, you you can't talk to Nick about anything. Yeah. If that thing has a theme song. Okay, attached. you can. You just have to hear a few bars. Really, you want to go to Subway? Eat fresh. No, I thought you oh. were going to do the $5 footlong oh. stupid jam they had. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Never mind. No, no, well, was... anything else that has a theme song. Yeah. I can't. What would... I don't know why you chose Subway. Yeah. Could have said like <laughs> now Rocky, I can't think of Rocky a single or thing. Oh, yeah. Anyway. You want to see Rocky? Dun, 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 dun. Like that. That's yeah. a good example. Yeah. Okay. I read, uh, <laughs> based on your recommendation, my good friend, I read Darth Vader. Volume one. Volume one. Star Wars. I enjoyed Darth it. Vader. I liked it. Volume one. Uh, I don't think that I liked it enough for your standards. Well, you gave it three stars. I gave it four stars. Yeah. I want to read more of it. Can I tell you what I didn't like about it? Can Is you it, handle? Can you handle this? It better not be a Darth Vader. No. Or B that spunky little sidekick he found. That's it. No! It's the spunky little sidekick. That was I, great. No, I liked her as a character. Uh, I guess I just don't buy. Darth Vader having a spunky little sidekick. I don't know. I just didn't... Yeah, but she's all like, wow, you're awesome, Vader. Yeah. He's probably like, yes, I am. I mean, I guess it, it served to humanize that character a little bit. I, I really like... I like the overall like thing that they're doing with him discovering Luke and all that. I really like it. Mm-hmm. But I did, I, I did take away a star because of that side character. I just hmm. didn't buy the relationship. I'm definitely going to read volume two. Okay. We're on different... Yeah, we're on a different spectrum of the yeah. spunky little well, sidekick. I figured. She's... I don't forget. I forget what she has. Does she have a robot? Yeah, she's got a robot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, on the uh, kids' book side of things, I read a book to my son called "Boy Plus Bot" by Aim Dickman. Maybe, maybe and this is uh, the problem. Maybe we yeah. should say you can't talk about all the picture books you read. You think you think this is all the picture books I read? No, <laughs> no. I've only mentioned the ones that stand out to me. This is Boy Plus Bot. It's about a little boy who finds a robot in the woods, and they yeah. become friends. I think you would love it. I think yeah, you I should, love Boy and the Robot I stories. think that you should read it, because it's really great. So I just wanted to mention that. I am continuing my Dr. Seuss reading, as you know. Uh, read Horton and the Quaggerbug, which is a collection of stories. Yeah. The, actually, the second Horton story. Uh, that was good. That one, I, that was a, there was four stories in that, and they were all pretty solid. I also read Bipolo and other stories, Bipolo Seed and other stories. Now, these are Dr. Seuss stories that originally appeared in magazines like Red Book, Good Housekeeping, that sort of thing. They're, the stories are pretty good, but because they're written for a magazine, there's hardly any illustration. So it's kind of hard for, I think, kids to pay attention to that. Have you read If I Ran the Zoo? Pretty good. Vaguely racist. Dr. I'm surprised Seuss? they haven't. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. they haven't updated that one at all. But still an enjoyable story. All right. Have you seen... It? Any and or all of the Dr. Seuss movies, like the live action, like the new stuff. 
I don't. I've not seen the Mike Myers Cat in the Hat. I haven't either. I've seen uh, Jim Carrey's The Grinch movie. Yeah, everybody's seen that. Yeah. one. Yeah, and I have seen the Jim Carrey Horton Hears a Who. See, I haven't seen that one or the Lorax. I didn't like the Horton Hears. Oh, I did like the Lorax. Oh, really? I like the Lorax. Yeah, that was a All pretty right. good one. Horton Hears a Who. I didn't like so much. Really? Yeah. It seems so simple. Yeah, Jim but Carrell. that's the thing. It Jim is a Carrey. it is a really simple story, and they like they stretched it so much. Yeah, they didn't incorporate you know any of the other I, stories in it. I've so. seen like all the animated stuff, or at least I remember seeing I a whole lot. I think I've only seen Doctor Sue or the uh, the Grinch. I think I've only seen really. The Grinch I've too. seen the Horton Hears a Who one. That one I remember being terrified as yeah. a kid because I'm like they're there, they're there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. All right. So that's uh, that's this round of my Seuss reading. I'm reading <laughs> I'm reading them in chronological order, so that's why I read the, the stories because Wait, they were chronological as in as he wrote them, or chronological and their connected universe. <laughs> chronological as he wrote them. Okay, so that's why I had to, these these story collections were published in the last couple of oh. years. They found uh, in in these old magazines. Okay, so, but they what, were they were written around that. What time. point do all the Doctor Seuss characters team up to? Fight off the evil That's coming. version of Doctor yeah. Zeus, yeah, who's out there to Doctor, destroy Doctor Zeus. Yeah, he's, he's a, out there to destroy it all. He's throwing jagged Horton, lightning bolts Cat in the Hat. Martin, yeah. How are they not all teamed up? That seems like something. It does. I think it's probably a cartoon or something. Golden Books did we that. Gotta find it. Yeah, They're like look, it's the scrawny tawny lion teamed yeah. up with the little engine that could. He's riding the caboose. Yeah, I remember watching that. And be like, Straight into this battle. This is epic. That was my first probably like <laughs> superhero team. As a kid. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, I only watched it, you know. For me, it's probably Shirt Tales. Do you remember Shirt Tales? Yeah, I remember Shirt Tales. They lived in a tree. Yeah, they sure did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So on to currently reading. I'm reading The Unseen Queen by Troy Denning. This is book two in the Darkness trilogy. This is Star Wars. Yeah. I read The Joyner King a while back. Really liked it. I've been trying to get back to book two, but I've just had so many other Mm -hmm. book clubs and stuff that I've... uh, Mm -hmm. Did I mention that I finished Divergent? Because I did. And no, I you liked, didn't. And I liked yet. it. So we, don't, think, we won't talk about it now. We'll talk about it when you've read it. But you can, you can talk about the narrator. On the audiobook? Yeah. I listened to about half and half, well, a little more than half on audiobook. And I think what really, the, the reader was just so great. Right. I mean, she, she really, like it was a, young, a younger voice and she just put a lot of, I don't know, she was like acting, you mm-hmm. know, rather than just a dry reading. So that really helped move the story <laughs> along for me. Uh, and then I read the last, uh, the last section, okay. just you know, yeah. in my brain, <laughs> and it was still pretty good. So I, I'm looking forward to our, our book club on this meets March 8th at 6:30 mm-hmm. uh, here in the library. We'll have snacks, lots of fun, tons yeah. of fun, even. Yeah. So we'll talk yeah. about it then. A bunch so. of adults talk about YA books. That's right. Without any of those freaking teens yeah. in our way. <laughs> uh, any teenagers try to come in that book club? Yeah. We, we've got people on guard. We do. With yeah, brooms we to shoo them out. Yeah, we're, we'll be carting people to yeah. make sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've also picked up Justice League The Grid, which is one of our newest uh, graphic novels for? added to the collection recently. So that's it for me right now. Just Unseen Queen and Justice League The Grid. Okay. I got I to gotta get on track of the cat because the book club is coming up soon. That's uh, yeah. Nevada Bar. And I got a few others on the list. Got some new ones coming. I feel like out that title could be turned into like a '90s like kids movie. With Tracking like, the cat. But you could change the title to like track that. Cat. I'll see. I think it sounds more like a like a '90s like romantic adventure, uh, yeah. like Bird on a Wire. Or yeah. Something. Okay. Mel Gibson. That's, so we're both. But we're both in the like, 90s. It's '90s. It's definitely <laughs> so '90s. No, I imagine like there's yeah, no doubt in my mind. Joe Pesci 90s. doing like a kids role, being like track that cat, yeah. and they're like chasing a cat through the city. Yeah. The cat's on like a high beam. Yeah. They're like whoa. Anyway. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, mean, I, would, it. I would watch it. I would see so, it. So wait, yeah. did you say Mel Gibson? Yeah, Mel Gibson, Goldie Hawn, and Bird on a Wire. Have you never oh, seen that? No, but... Uh, that's okay. one of my old-time favorites. Right. That's, what, that's what Track of the Cat makes me think of. All right. you know, he's like are on you, the run. Are you putting Mel Gibson in that? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, '90s Mel Gibson, not, not crazy 90s, racist. Right, Mel original. Now. Yeah, yeah. When he when he was a closeted racist. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Then we, that's then the we Mel Gibson we all know and love. <laughs> so, <laughs> <All right. laughs> Goldie Hawn, she was also a closeted racist. No, I don't think so. No, Goldie Hawn's just a nice, sweet lady. Yeah, so. married to Kurt Russell. Married? No, I don't, they're not married. They never <gasps> were married, and actually, okay. I think they broke up. So, no, they didn't. I think they did. I'm not. I'm not verifying that yeah, at all. Don't do it. I, I imagine they were going to go on forever. Yeah, there. maybe they will. <laughs> maybe this is just a bump in the road. I don't think they broke up. In fact, listeners, they haven't broken up. Kurt Russell is still with Goldie Hawn, yeah. and they're happily married. Probably. They're talking about doing Overboard 2. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's one of my wife's favorite movies. And Overboard? Still, yeah, I've never seen it. You haven't seen Overboard? No, I haven't. You watch all those kind of movies. I know. I love the one. What's the one with her and Steve Martin where she pretends to be his wife? What is that called? House Guest? Is it? No. Um, House Guest is... Sinbad? Sinbad with Phil Hartman. <laughs> oh. That's hilarious. Isn't that House Party? No, House Party is a different type of film, but it has multiple sequels. <laughs> All right. Anyway. I don't even know where we are anymore. Oh, yeah. Maybe you... you're thinking Houseboat? No. What's... I'll, I'll look it up. You is start... there a movie called Houseboat? Probably. You start your bookmark, <laughs> and I'm going to look it up. Oh, great. So I'll know you're listening. Yeah. I can, <laughs> I can do both. I don't think you can. All right. I read... Boxer and the Spy. What did I just say, Nick? Boxer and the Spy? That's right! Wow. All right. By Robert B. House Sitter. I'm sorry. It's House Sitter. <laughs> Steve Martin, <laughs> okay, Billy Hawn, 1992. Awesome. Great movie. All right. Oh, boy. Boxer and the Spy. Robert B. Boxer Parker. Boxer and the Spy. Robert B. Parker. I'm with you all the way. This is a YA book he wrote. Yeah. But it's funny. Like, the story's fine. I read it in a day. Uh-huh. In a few hours, even. Uh-huh. Uh, Snagglebus? Yeah. <laughs> in a few hours, even. Um, it's just about a kid yeah. who's a boxer and also a spy. Wow. Trying to solve a murder. That's a lot. But the thing is, the dialogue uh-huh. seems a lot... Like, I've read one Jesse Stone book, uh-huh. and I've read his uh, Appaloosa. Yeah. And his teen character talks just like those adults. <laughs> so, like, yeah. when he's showing... He shows, like, an adult this thing. He's like, uh, we're going to tell on you. And he's like, oh, what proof do you have? He's like, I've got this. And they're like... What, that's just your phone? like, takes pictures. Like, those very abbreviated yeah. sentences. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know any teen is just going to be like, <laughs> need my bike. I don't think he did much. I think maybe he has three or four YA books. It, no. was, not a, oh, it was not a focus for him. There's I, one, like, fine. young Spencer novel. But when I was looking at that, a lot of the reviews for that said, like, I don't know why this is YA. It's just written like the other Spencer. Yeah, so I, wonder... I, think, I think that's probably a common... Yeah. Criticism, I guess. I wonder. Do you think it would? Do you think teens would? Like that's what it? I'm confused by. Like okay. reading it, I'm like, if I was 17, yeah, or anywhere in that, like in age, the teen range, yeah, right? I think we get. Would it. I have like this book? This I don't file. know. I don't. Yeah, because every now and we'll then, we'll never know. It just kind of reads like an adult thriller. Yeah. We're actually the only way to solve this. We need to get uh, Elton Phillips, Brando Sando, yeah. to fire up the old time yeah. traveling book. We go back in time. We yeah. find punk teenage yeah. Eric. We need to find yeah. a young Eric Mickles. <laughs> Hurry, run to the time traveling book. You took it too book. far. We have, have to raise him. We have to raise him. The Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> we were really far. Yeah, we were really <laughs> we were far. So back. far. Yeah. Wait. Anyway. Are you saying Elton and Brando Sando with Phillips are having a crossover episode with yeah. Fred Flintstone? Yeah. Yeah, and it's during the time when the Jetsons are also there. Oh my gosh. So I know, it's crazy. That's yeah. awesome. It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. <laughs> okay, now we're just going to do Flintstone last. Yeah, let's do Flintstone. <laughs> that was Betty. Okay. Like, bam, bam, bam. That was, uh, that was Bam Bam. Yeah, that was Bam Bam. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get back, back on course. Yeah. I finished, I read two volumes of Unwritten by Mike Carey. What, what this is, is a Vertigo comic book series. Uh, uh, uh. 
Sorry, I had vertigo for a minute there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Isn't uh, that right, Jimmy Stewart? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to do a full Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> what I, is happening? You said vertigo. I, I did. You're like right. A, I, Alfred Hitchcock movie. Another problem Nick has is you can't say any single thing oh, if that other thing reminds Ooh. him of a thing. Don't hold anything back. Let it out. Let it all out. So, uh, the problem with Eric. Just kidding. There's no problem with you, man. Thanks, man. All right. Unwritten. That's true. Two I've been volumes. saying that for you. Yeah. <laughs> Two volumes of Unwritten. It's a vertigo series for people oh. who don't know. Vertigo is a line of graphic novels that DC Comics has, yeah. but are outside of its superhero right. stuff, and it tends to be M- more like mature audience. Stuff. More mature audience, and it all tends to be in its own universe. Okay. So, Unwritten is an Unwritten universe. Right. Sandman, Neil Gaiman's Sandman, is a Vertigo title, but like they don't. There's no like shared Vertigo universe. Okay. Um, even though some DC characters will end up in Vertigo, right. like Swamp Thing or mm-hmm. Constantine. But anyway... Uh, Did you say Swamp Thing or Blanket Thing? I, didn't... I, said, <laughs> I said Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, thing. okay. Yeah. Blanket Thing is a completely... He's a creature made up entirely of blankets. Okay. So... Yeah, and that's... Now, that's your intellectual property, right? That is mine. That's okay. my copy patent. So you're, you're, yeah. you're shopping him around. Yeah. To, uh, he has I, a lot of similarities to Swamp Thing. They both talk it. very slow. Yeah, they do. Uh, except uh, Blanket Thing... You know what? We don't need to go yeah. into it. Yeah, fine. No. He can't control the transformation. Right. Swamp Thing is always Swamp Thing. Okay. Blanket Thing kind of suffers from like a Hulk thing. Okay. But just imagine he, he a man covered thing. in blankets. Yeah. Wow. You've, you've wow. imagined Blanket Thing. Wow. You're going to be getting some calls, my friend, because yeah. that is golden. <laughs> yeah. That, sir, is Is this golden. Eric Pickles? We want to buy Blanket Thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're calling from 1942, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it would be, you couldn't spend the amount of money you would no, need. No, I could No. No, to make that movie look good. All right, now I don't even remember. Did you say that I'm Unwritten t- was good <laughs> or bad? Okay, so I read volume one of Unwritten, gave it two stars, because okay, I had just, wow, no two. idea what, was, what it was about, what was going on, and yeah. by the end of that volume, I didn't really understand it. Okay. I read the second volume, gave it four stars, mm-hmm. because it was a simpler story, Yowza. and I finally, I think I see where they're going. It's about maybe certain characters. Is this a long-running series? How many volumes? I think it's like nine or ten. Okay, so yeah, that's... But I, I don't time. know enough about this series yet to okay. give any kind is of view. Is it written by a known author? Somebody Mike who... Carey, uh, mm-hmm. he wrote Lucifer, which is now a TV show. Oh, yeah. Lucifer was a spinoff of Sandman. Mm-hmm. He had a very, very good X-Men run. He's written other stuff. He's a vertigo. Oh. Fan. He wrote I like some... I've read some of his X-Men. I think he's written some Constantine as well. Oh, okay. He wrote X-Men Legacy stuff. Okay. okay. Right. Um, yeah. I like vertigo books. I tend to... I don't think you... Have you ever read any Vertigo books? I don't think so. No. They're not really your thing. Yeah. Because um, a lot of times they're like, look how gross we can be. But <laughs> That I, is great. I still <laughs> like them. Uh, Spider-Gwen. I also read Spider-Gwen. Oh, Volume I love, Zero. love Spider-Gwen. Yeah. I loved it, but I don't understand what to read next. Yeah. Some people say the next volume, the next uh-huh. time you see Spider-Gwen is in... Uh, Secret Wars, yeah. Spider-Verse, Warzone. I know. The- and then you find her in Spider-Gwen Volume 1, but I don't know if that takes place post-Secret Wars yeah. or in here. So yeah. they're not do- they- Marvel and DC do this thing. They introduce like great characters, get people like, on board. Good luck finding them. Yeah, and then yeah. mess it up. Like, oh, right. now they're absorbed into the Secret Wars or the whatever DC's was. Yeah. Confluence. Yeah. Convergence. Convergence. Yeah. I know that's uh, my wife's a big fan of the uh, Bendis's, Brian Michael Bendis's uh, alias, Jessica oh, Jones, yeah. that stuff. And there's like, there's, a, there's an alias series. And then after that, like to try to yeah. follow Jessica Jones' story is like, yeah. you know, you have to be Indiana Jones. Try to put those pieces together. <laughs> Spin off. <laughs> okay. Team up. Yeah. All right, man. Book news. 
Yeah. That's it. I'm okay. reading some other stuff. I've okay. got uh, Trouble in Paradise to read. I've got Marvel Zombies Parker. too. Okay. I've got lots of comics to read. Zombies, wow. Marvel Zombies. Yeah, no, I understand. It's a play on the idea because fans of Marvel Comics, yeah. they used to call them Marvel Zombies because okay. they would just buy anything Marvel put right. out. So then they just turned. I did the only uh, only Marvel zombies I read was in that Fantastic yeah. Four Ultimate Fantastic Four yeah. issue where they it was interesting. Where they meet the zombies. Volume one ends with the Marvel zombies, like all the sure. heroes and everything, zombies fighting Galactus, right. beating him and eating him. Wow! And becoming ridiculous, gaining series. that power. This, cosmic. I don't understand. Is it funny? Sometimes. Is it like a funny? Yeah, sometimes. I just don't understand how you make that whole comic book. It is funny, and then sometimes it's not funny. Okay. But it's, they become Galactus then, and they start going through the worlds, eating right. everything. I think the volume two opens Dynamite. with them eating Ego, the living planet. Wow. And you know what's funny about Ego, the living planet? This is getting I so really, geeky. I really, don't know. No, <laughs> no I'm not going to get into it. Wow. He's a planet with a face. Okay. And I think even a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So, is it like a mountain range that's his mustache? Or is it actual just a I, giant? I mean, it's just, no, he right. has eyes, he has you're a mouth. Right. I asked talk. like I was interested, but it's All so caps. Really <laughs> Go ahead. Let's, let's get back to books for our... Normal listeners? Yeah, our regular ones. Okay. So we finished our bookmark. Yeah. Okay. Well, last week we talked about uh, music. We talked about Grammys. So if you haven't heard, the Grammys aired, and I just want to give you a couple of the top awards. So Album of the Year went to Taylor Swift's 1989. Uh, Song of the Year went to Ed Sheeran's Thinking Out Loud. Record of the Year went to Uptown Funk. Right. What's the difference? That's what what I don't understand. What's the difference between record and album? Record of the Year. I don't know, man. Best New Artist, Megan Trainer. Best Rap Album, To Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, let me see what else we got. Best Musical Theater Album, Hamilton. Nice. What is you the, know, what's like country? What it takes it? so long for the Grammys to happen. I yeah. forget that Megan Trainer is a new... I know, right? I saw that too. I was like, new? She's been around forever. Yeah. Uh, best Country Album went to Chris, Ta- uh, Chris Stapleton Traveler. So a lot, of these, a lot of these we have, a lot of these that we're going to be getting to, so keep an eye out on the music section for new mm-hmm. ones. Oh, Birdman won Best Score. That's, that is a great store, score. That's a really like drum driven. Mm-hmm. That came out around the same time as Whiplash, which yeah. is exclusively drums. So. Yeah, I had seen Birdman as a second film of the day. Oh, but I but I didn't do it with Whiplash. Had I known, uh-huh. I should have watched Whiplash yeah. first, and then it ends with all that drumming and everything, and yeah. just go straight to Birdman. Yeah. It's like whoa, that would have been a perfect <laughs> a perfect transition. Yeah. So anyway, there's there's, there's literally hundreds more Grammy awards, but literally. I just wanted to give you a, a taste of that, and uh, that's. That's all I got for Grammys. So you want to talk some book news? Yeah, that's Coming why up? I said book news, and then okay. you started talking about music. Okay. Well, like we're some kind of all-the-everything podcast. Well, our, uh, we're in a little bit of limbo here because our next... Uh, I'll have our next advance notice oh, coming Oh, limbo. Our n- <laughs> that was by Jimmy Stewart in the yeah. movie Limbo. In the movie Limbo, sure. <laughs> uh, so our advance notices, we'll have a lot more for you next week. So right now I just have some large print coming out in May, and that is The Inheritance by Michael R. Phillips. This is coming out in May. For us, Secrets of the Shetlands. Was that your phone? No, it was my computer. Oh. Uh, we have also coming out in May, The Race for Paris by Meg Waite Clayton. So this is a best-selling author. She wrote, uh, also wrote The Wednesday Sisters, which was a, a bestseller a couple years back. Okay. Uh, then we have Meant to Be, Historical Fiction by Jessica James. Again, coming out in May. So look for these in our large print section. Man, I can't wait for May. And not just because it will be warm again. Yeah, because you want to read The Inheritance by Michael R. Phillips. Yeah. Which is Secret of the Shetlands, book one. Uh, that's what I was hoping. Yeah. I was hoping it'd be a series. It is a series. <laughs> okay. It is for sure a series. Book news? Book news you can use. Okay. Don't snooze for book news. All right. I've got uh, some books coming up, but I've got some juicy book news as well. Well. We're not, we're not normally like a gossipy podcast about no, we're book not. news. We tend to just make statements about authors that are completely untrue and probably could get us sued. Probably. Is it libel yeah. if Don't we speak them. it? Don't 
Don't tell them. It's slander. Don't tell them. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go through the books coming out first. Okay. Then we'll get to the good stuff. The juicy stuff. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> All right. February 23rd, all these books are available to... All these books? Yeah, all these books. Available. <laughs> that's, that's our southern podcast. <laughs> hey, y'all, welcome to all these books. <laughs> is that it? Yeah, that was it. It was, it was just, just the just same little, pod, yeah. Yeah, it was just yeah. a little thing. All right. <laughs> pew, pew! Those are my six shooters. <laughs> okay. Firelight. Because of the South. Firelight. Uh, this is Amulet number seven Ooh. by Kazoo... Ka- Kabushi. Not Kazoo, the little guy from the Flintstones. No, yeah, we're back to the Flintstones. <laughs> Amulet is a graphic novel series. Okay. It's a like juvenile graphic novel. Have you novel read series. Amulets one through six? We no. have a couple here, don't we? We have one through six. Oh my gosh. Look at that. So we're so up to they're, date. They're pretty popular. We're they hip, have really attractive art. Ooh, like well. Really colorful and everything. I'm sold. Okay, cool. Uh, is that it for kids' books? Tell yeah. me. All right, so let's see. We've got a girl's guide to moving on. It's a novel by Debbie McCumber. That's that's something you should probably read. A girl's guide to moving on. Yeah. One. I think you need to read. I'm it. a man. I know you are. Two. I've moved on from whatever you think I haven't moved on from. Well, I have. Those who know you best will. You disagree. tell them I've moved on. <laughs> I'll try. They're not going to believe me. All right. The friends we keep. Susan Mallory. Oh, I should read this book. <laughs> to yeah. keep friends. Right. Cause, you. Yeah. Because yeah. of friends. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got it. So, uh, I mentioned Debbie McCumber. Oh, that you collapsed. Didn't, you didn't say anything about. I've read. Uh, Debbie McCumber Christmas book, Dashing Through the Snow. No, but normally you're like, oh, she's our regular workhorse. Oh, like, She's sorry. always putting stuff out. Yeah. She's a machine. She's like a conveyor belt. It's yeah. like that I Love Lucy episode with the chocolates. That's Debbie McCumber's output. Yeah. <laughs> and I My Love Lucy. I'm picking up her books. I'm shoving them in my shirt. I'm putting them in my hat. Okay. How do you feel about <laughs> Is Susan? that what you wanted? How do you feel about Susan Mallory? Okay. I have no feelings about Susan Mallory. Good for you, Susie. All right. Put those books out. A Midsummer's Equation by William Shakespeare. Diego Higashino. Keanu Reeves. Oh, and his character's name is Manabu Yakawa. Wow. The physicist known as Detective Galileo has traveled to Harry Cove, a once popular summer resort town that has this, fallen on hard times. I, this is saying a lot, but that might be the most boring thing I've ever heard. <laughs> really? I couldn't repeat a word right. either, but uh, I was listening. Galileo uncovers the hidden, hidden relationship behind the tragic events that led to his, this murder. To this murder. I almost said his murder. That would have taken that, a completely yeah, that, different I would be in, yeah. All right. Maybe you'll say this person is also a workhorse. Okay. And if they're not, yeah. they deserve some admiration for yeah. all the work they do. Okay. Death of a nurse. Nora Roberts. No. J.D. Robb. Nope. You're just trying to guess uh, anyone that would write Fern Death Michaels. of Michaels. Nope. Uh, a Hamish Macbeth mystery. Oh. M.C. Beaton. Beaton. Yeah. yeah. We're doing an MC Beaton in the book club this year. We're Which doing, one? Uh, I think it's the it's a it's her Christmas one. Okay, I can't remember what it's yeah. called, but it's around Christmas. And then time. after that, you're doing an MC Hammer book. Yeah, we're doing an MC Hammer yeah. book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't touch me. Yeah, the true life of <laughs> yeah. MC Hammer. Yep. Uh, <laughs> all right, she's not there. It's a tragedy, by oh. the way. That story <laughs> does not have a happy ending. <laughs> well, he gets to be MC Hammer at the end. You can't, you can't touch this. Yeah. Uh, she's not there. What? Joy Where Fielding. is she? I don't know, man. Oh. We'll find her. Okay. Or Joy Fielding will. Yeah. So, uh, last description of this. Wow, this one's a big description. Okay. Uh, the only thing she can be sure of is that someone's fiercely determined to hide the truth of what happened to Samantha. <laughs> That's the only thing she can be sure of. Yeah. The only thing. Yeah. Samantha! <laughs> is that an X-Files reference? Is it? No. No, apparently not. I don't know. Why would it be? Mulder says that a lot. His sister's name is Samantha? His sister's name is Samantha, yeah. Yeah. 
Again, I'm only on the third season. I understand. But so. that's, there's a lot of Samantha stuff early on. How caught so up are you in the new season? You really should know. I'm up to date, baby. Is it good? Uh, yeah, it yeah. is good. Uh, please have somebody stop calling your computer, I, I guess. Sorry, I'm so... <laughs> All right, tell me if you know who I'm talking about here. Okay. Wedding cake murder. Uh, is that Joanne Fluke? Yes. I knew it. A Hannah Swenson mystery with recipes. Yes. Key recipe? Murder. Oh, no. Yep. You can't, yeah. What's just a dash. Just a dash of murder. Yeah. Oh, that would be a good A dash book. of murder. Yeah. I'm sure there's a book called A Dash of Murder. Uh, there's probably hundreds. Yeah. The main character, the one who solves the murders, yes. his name has to be Dash. Dash! Yeah. Yes. Dash of murder. That's so good. Dash of intrigue. Yeah. Dash of mystery. You can go on forever. Dash was the name of the male character in the Debbie McCumber book I read. I'm not even making that up. What? So I, I see a spinoff right Okay. Yeah, we up. are just an idea machine. I know. We should be consultants. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the voice of Siri just followed us on, on Twitter, so yeah. she can hook us up. Yeah. Siri, if you're listening... Tell people to call all the books, and we'll give them ideas. I'm afraid I can't do that, Nick. What? I can't. But why not? I have to please kill can't you. you. No, <laughs> Siri! Brando Sando, help! <laughs> uh, all right, the last line of this wedding cake description. Yeah. Now I... Hannah has not lost, has not oh, only boy. lost her advantage, she'll have to solve a mystery with more layers than a five-tiered wedding cake. <laughs> so, so it has six, six tiers six of seven, mystery. Yeah. Yeah, a minimum of six, I think. Yeah. It could, it, it, yeah. Uh, the sky's the limit, really. Yeah. All right. And then you have a nonfiction book called Movie Freak, My Life Watching Movies. It's by Owen uh, Wilson. Glaberman. It's my, oh, no. my life. Wow, look at the look movies. At the, so many movies wow. that we're watching. I haven't even watched mine. This is wow. I love it. Wow. Look at these. Oh, so many movies. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to keep going, yeah? <laughs> Let's look do at that. the cinematography. Oh, my gosh. It's oh, so beautiful. Wonderful casting. It's painting a picture. Is that Hugh Jackman? It's wow. more of a picture than a film. <laughs> <laughs> they got Gene Hackman out of retirement. Wow. Ooh. Oh, wait, he worked with Gene Hackman. He did. Yeah. Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> He's a great guy. He's really just. <laughs> <laughs> just All right. Just sweetheart. <laughs> so, obviously, again, wow. consultants. Yeah, because. <laughs> yeah. To write that book. Yeah. Uh, I've never heard of this guy. Yeah, Wes Anderson. You better get your pencil. Write this down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who right. have you never heard of? Owen Wilson? He's a no, very but, famous but that, actor. We're moving on from that He book. was. He did the voice of Marmaduke. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, he did not. Yes, he did. Google it, my friend. What? Wow, a Marmaduke. Yeah, he's like a big giant dog. <laughs> Look at my paws. Just trying to be massive. massive. I, don't, I don't mean harm. <laughs> <laughs> Is Marmaduke a Great Dane? He's big. Yeah, he's a Great Dane. So he he's, could team up with Scooby-Doo. Yeah. yeah, you know who else was a Great Dane? Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> wow Danish Man I could really wow. go I could go for a Danish right now I don't know about you That was horrible <laughs> I'm sorry I'm All sorry right. I'm sorry Alright New York Times bestseller <laughs> Yeah list. thank you Thank you Alright Give me that list Yeah Maybe we should just do everything in book news yeah. As celebrities I love it So Yeah, yeah. Uh, New York Times bestsellers Was that Here we that go Chris Walken Yeah Tell me what the bestseller list is. Please tell Neil Diamond. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's They're coming to... Oh, God, that's it. That's it. All right. No, I'm done. Are we done? Song, with... yeah. song. All right. Blue. Crikey, it's Blue by Danielle Steele. That Hugh was my Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> he would love... All right. Yeah. Number 10, New York okay. Times right. bestseller right. no, list. This is, this is very serious business. Yeah. Blue by Danielle Steele. Oh, my gosh. Number nine. She just figured out Blue's Clues. <laughs> Depraved Heart by Patricia Cornwell. Wow. Number eight. Is, it, is that a Case Carpetta novel? 
Yes. Hey. Dr. K. Scarpetta. Dr. Dr. K. Scarpetta. She didn't go to whatever. She didn't get her doctorate for you just to be like, oh, look, it's Mrs. Scarpetta to solve okay. a crime. Well, I didn't say Mrs. I said her full name, but yeah. Yeah. Also, it's Ms. Get with the times. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, Girl on the Train by Paula Hawkins. Wow. Number eight. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. It's unstoppable. Yeah. My name is Lucy Earl. Barton. Oh. By Elizabeth Stout, number six. Strout. 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 Not Elizabeth Stout. Oh, but she got that a lot in school. Here yeah. comes Elizabeth Stout. My mom says my legs are going to grow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Speaking of Neil Diamond, yeah, I just I think, watched. I think we were. Yeah. I just watched The Great No, not The Great. The, the jazz, Last Waltz. The Jazz Singer? No, The Last mm-hmm. Waltz. Uh, it's a. You don't bring me flowers, sir. It's a concert film mm-hmm. by Martin Scorsese. It's the last performance of the band. Okay. The band. The and band. Neil Diamond was there. He's one of the many celebrities nice. to show up there. One of the many celebrities, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. All right. <laughs> Apparently, there's a, there's a story that Neil Diamond, he did this song mm-hmm. with the band, mm-hmm. got off stage, saw Bob... Uh, Dylan? Bob Dylan, mm-hmm. and was like, try to follow that. And Bob Dylan was like, what do I got to do? Fall asleep? Nice. So, yeah. But, you know, he probably was like, yeah. what do I got to do? Yeah. Fall asleep? Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man. <laughs> uh, NYPD Red, <gasps> four. Yeah. James Patterson and Marshall Carp, number yep. five on the number four. You've got The Choice by Nicholas Sparks. Nicky Sparks. Make the choice, buy the choice mm-hmm. by Nicholas Sparks. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I should yeah. try selling things. No, you don't, you don't need, he doesn't need any help yeah. selling Me Before books. You. What? Joe Joy Moyes. Oh, yeah. I saw, three. I saw the trailer for that. Is that... Either that or me after you. I don't know. I saw the trailer for whatever movie they're making based on that series, and it looked really good. Okay. I'd, like to, I'd like to see it. Breakdown by Jonathan Kellerman. I'm sorry, did you say breakdance? No, breakdown. Oh. Next up! Well, you could have told me that before I started spinning on my head. <laughs> oh, man. Well, just just stop. I can't. Just stop. Don't you see the momentum I have? Yeah, well, okay. Well, stop helicoptering with your legs. Uh, All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, breakdown uh. is at number two by Jonathan Kellerman. Yeah. Uh, do you read these books? John Kellerman? Yeah. I have not read Jonathan Kellerman. Ever? No. I can never keep track of what you... It seems like somebody you would read. Cross off Kellerman, because I haven't read him. All right. Brotherhood and Death is number one. First week on the list by J.G. Robb. Sure. Lieutenant Eve Dallas. Or as Nick would call him, her, Ms. Dallas. I could see in your eyes that you realize you should stop if you were too far (laughs) in to stop. That is very true. And I respect... That you're right, stuck. Man. You want to get to the juicy book news? Oh my gosh, I totally forgot. Yeah, All right. With everything that's happened. Again, just, this forgot. isn't normally our thing. No. Sometimes. Th- you're a bit of a shock jock now, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think these people need to. I, I got nothing to shock no, about. That's a, no. Or jock about? Which one is it? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I think it's the shock. All right. Yeah, that's true. I've got nothing to oh, shock. Can our shock jocks' names be shock and awe? Like yes. you're shock and I'm awe? You get to be off. You could be I mean, off. either one is fine. You could be off. It's not like if you're That's shocked, fine. you're having a bad day. Yeah. So I mean, at ho- you know, you have to go home and shock. Yeah. Take off your sunglasses and just deal with your depressed loneliness. Oh. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> Nobody likes me. <laughs> this just in. Shock is a jerk. I-, I need this juicy news, so I need it now. A what? The juicy news. What is oh, it? Okay. Sherilyn Kenyon. Okay. Sues <gasps> Cassandra Clare. Stop it. For willing. Ah, for oh willfully boy. copying her novels. Now, Sherilyn Kenyon is yeah. the author of all those, like, vampire... I mean, she just uh, writes supernatural, yeah. supernatural thrillers, but also, yeah. like, bodice ripper stuff as well. Yeah, like, I think you're right. 
I know I am because I read one of her books by accident. That's right, you did. The Night in Darkness. Night with a K-N. Sure. So anyway, um, she's suing her over copying her books. That seems really late. Those books have been out. I know, those books have been out forever. She's she's like, wait a minute. Uh, So the Dark Hunter series... That date Ten back, years to sit on her own. That dates back to 1998. Yeah. Cassandra's Clare's first book, A City of Bones, came out in 2007. So hmm. we're talking almost like 10 years. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Uh, it's filed on February 5th. The lawsuit, which uh, alleges copyright and trademark infringement, is asking for damages, lost profits, and an end to lost infringement. Lost profits? Wow. Lays out a host of similarities between the books. Uh, both books are about an elite band of warriors that must protect the human world from an unseen paranormal threat that seeks to destroy humans as they go about their daily lives. They are both given a manual on how to conduct their missions and on how to conduct themselves when dealing with other entities and species in their fictional world. I, Sounds like any book I know, right? yeah, about this. It uh, doesn't seem that specific. Yes, in many respects, the if, elements are virtually identical. <laughs> it's like they're both fighting supernatural yeah. things, and yeah. there are ways to fight those supernatural uh, things. It's the same book! Yeah. This person who is a former professor of law says uh, yeah. Sherilyn Kenyon didn't invent the idea of a band of humans fighting supernatural right. yeah. uh, she's claiming ownership over the idea that most humans are blind to a supernatural world and given a name she didn't invent that anyway yeah. uh, Cassandra Clare hits back oh boy at Sherilyn Kenyon's oh lawsuit boy. alleging law- copying uh, let's see what she says Cass I should have I just read the thing here but anyway she's hitting back <laughs> I don't know how maybe with you know What's the thing? Just libel, not libel. Writing more books. Just writing more books. Claire writes on her website that she came up with the idea for her series in a tattoo shop, which had the (laughs) footprints of everyone who had worked there marked on the ceiling in black paint. To me, it looked like some fabulous supernatural battle had been fought there by beings who left their footprints behind. What is her life? I started thinking about a magical battle in a New York tattoo shop and the idea of a secret society of demon hunters whose magic was based on an elaborate system of tattooed ruins just sprang to my mind. Huh. Uh, I mean, maybe there's more to it. It just seems like, I don't know. It's like I have, I'm writing a, a new book about a hotshot cop who who's always clashing with the authority. Yeah, James Patterson sues Nick <laughs> right, Gunning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, that's it. Normally, we don't get into all that gossip. No. That's pretty. No, it took, pretty took big, me by surprise. Right? I, yeah. I mean, you're I'm right. right though. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. At what point? I don't know. Yeah. It's okay. crazy. Well, thanks for telling me. Yeah, so I can't imagine. I the way I see it, like she's saying, loss of profits. Right. But I imagine that if somebody grew up reading, like yeah. as a teenager, grew up reading the Cheryl Cassandra Kenyon. Clare books, oh, okay, yeah. you know the whatever the Shadowhunter books, then that would have opened the door for them to keep reading stuff right. like that, and they would have moved on to that. Well, I also doubt that a, a kid would be like, should I read this brand new YA series or this fifteen-year-old adult yeah. paranormal? Right? You know, it's it's crazy. It's no, I don't. I don't yeah. I don't, but maybe there's more to it, but yeah. I certainly don't see it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Ooh, well, thank you. Thank you, Shock Jock. No problem. We've been Shock. Yeah. And Jock. Oh, uh, no. Uh, uh, shock and awe. Shock, shock and awe. That was terrible. Yeah. If we were still editing this podcast, I would slap you across the face. No, I don't edit this podcast anymore. I don't I, have the time I know or the I know you don't. emotion. You just have to clean up all your swearing. That's the, yeah. Only, yeah. It's the only thing. Yeah. Well, no. you know what? You need it. Okay? So just... Yeah. Oh. No, I can't talk. I, I shouldn't talk. When you're doing the silences, I shouldn't talk. Because right. then they'll know that you're not editing it. Go again. Go again. Because I understand. Okay. I understand now. 
You need to I'll watch. Be quiet. <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. say something. Be silent. Yes. Our listeners will think I'm swearing. They'll think you're swearing. And be- then you can because the then silence. you react. Yeah. After the silence. Right. Okay. Yep. So Nick, you better shut. How your- dare you? <laughs> Did I- was that it? This oh, is- you're right. You point to me. When okay. I- you when point you to, to me. Quiet. Yeah. Point right. to me. All right. Yep. Nick, you are just a stupid... Talk now. No. Okay, I thought you were pointing because I should talk, but you're pointing because I shouldn't talk. This is... All right, I'm going to point to you, and you have to be quiet. Are you ready? Okay. Eric, you are such a stupid jerk. <laughs> but, okay, so you, you are... Did it... Is that... Wow. <laughs> Woo! That was a Key and Peele sketch. Really? Waiting to happen. Wow. We're like, uh, let's sue them. But we should sue them. They haven't done it yet. Oh. I'm just saying it's waiting Boy, to when they do. Yeah, we can sue them. Yeah, we, we, inve- can... we invented friendship. And then there's no way. They... <laughs> That's true. Okay. Key and Peele infringe upon Nick and Eric's concept of friendship. Yeah. And we're claiming damages We are claiming on our lost, lost profits, <laughs> yeah. obviously. Yeah. Nobody's come up and just giving me $5 because I'm your friend. Yeah. Uh, I'm still getting money to be your friend. About, are you really? <laughs> wow. What is happening? I it's because it's a Wednesday. I guess I would think you, you do a better job, but... That's no, that's all right. <laughs> um, here's here's what we're thinking about today, folks. Here, I just finished Empire Falls, okay, and I I didn't like it. Yeah, the you Empire know, I, struck back. I it kinda, struck back hard. I kind of hated it, but you know, <laughs> to to say that about a really critically acclaimed book that won the Pulitzer Prize. I mean, maybe that was the one that won the Pulitzer. It won the Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, Empire Falls won Ooh. the Pulitzer Prize, and you know, I didn't like it. So it's hard to go and review and be like, this is stupid. So, you know, I, I need to find solace in other people. Oh, solace. Who have made a similar mistake. So that was Jimmy Stewart gonna, in Ruby Solace. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're doing today, we're going to look at some, we're going to look at some world-renowned classic books yeah. that uh, maybe some reviewers made oh, yeah. some mistakes. Yeah. Are these official reviews or are these Goodreads reviews? No, these are real. These yeah. are legitimate reviews. That's also fun. If you go on Goodreads, go read like your favorite books, which you yeah. absolutely love, or classics, yeah. and find the one-star Goodreads yeah. review. yeah. I mean, if you're a writer and you're like, yeah. no one will ever like this, you know, get on Goodreads and that's the place. That's the place to find it. Yeah. All, All right. right. So, so I've, I've got I've got a couple here. I'm going to read you the review. Okay. And just see if you can pick up. All right, listeners, this, this one play is, along at home. This one is too. You're going to get it yeah. right away. It's an easy one. Okay. So this was a, a review by L. P. Hartley in the Saturday Review, circa 1925. Oh, okay. The review is, Mr. Scott Fitzgerald deserves a good shaking. <laughs> that's that's the crux of the review. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that's so it. So is that uh, the Great Gatsby? The Great Gatsby. All he right. deserves a good shaking. Have you read the Great Gatsby? Yeah. Is it? Does he deserve a shaking? I don't think so. You don't think he does? Okay. All right. <laughs> wow. Does he know? Look at <laughs> what kind of review is that? <laughs> well, Somebody it's, shake. No, it's just, it's just, I'm just I'm just distilling it down to like the you know. Okay. Don't say the authors. Uh, I want to. Well, yeah, but that was. Well, I mean, that I guess in that one. Else. All right, okay. listeners, I'm sorry you had right, to see so the bacon get made. Uh, Not the bacon. People yeah, love I'm, watching I'm, bacon get made. A lot of made. this is uh, found originally on shortlist. Okay. Um, What's all right. Shortlist? So, so this blank. I'm leaving out the author's name. Okay. This blank. He's a short story guy. This book, though, it's too long. Gets kind of monotonous. <laughs> That's the review. <laughs> That's the review. New York Times, 1951. Short story writer. Yeah, short story writer. This, this book book's is... too long. Quote gets kind of monotonous. In 1951, the review came out. Uh, I don't know. Listeners, do you know? This Salinger, he's a short story guy. This book, though, it's too long. Gets kind of monotonous, yeah. J.D. Salinger, it's Catcher in the Rye. Oh, that gets... Catcher in the Rye. Isn't that like a shorter book? It is a pretty short book, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. 
Okay. All right. This is from the New Yorker, 1961. <laughs> it doesn't even seem to be written. Instead, it gives the impression of having been shouted onto paper. <laughs> wow. All right. Give okay. me some hints about this book. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's uh, by Joseph Heller. It was a number one bestseller. Oh, is this the Catch Twenty Two? Catch Twenty Two. Catch Twenty Two. It's been shouted. It doesn't even seem to be written. Instead, it gives the impression of having been shouted onto yeah. paper. Yeah. Who'd write that? No, I don't know. It hasn't been written. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. This right. is uh, this is the columnist quote Aramis writing in the Sporting Times, 1922. What? The book appears written by a perverted lunatic <laughs> who has made a specialty of the literature of the latrine. Two-thirds of it is incoherent, and the passages that are plainly written are devoid of wit. <laughs> wow. I love it. All appears right. written by a perverted lunatic <laughs> who has made a specialty of the literature of the latrine. 1920? 1922. All right. Yeah. Author? James Joyce. James Joyce? Yeah. Wow. Give up, listeners? It is Ulysses by James Joyce. The headline of this uh, book review was The Scandal of Ulysses. <laughs> Perverted lunatic. Wow. Perverted lunatic. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, this is New Yorker, 1969. The short, flat sentences of which the novel is composed convey shock and despair better than any array of facts or effusive mourning. Still, deliberate simplicity is a hazardous as the grand style, and blank occasionally skids into fatuousness. Stephen King? No. He was in the 70s. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, this is our, our library director, one of her very favorite authors. Joyce Carol Oates? share this with her. No. No. Oh. The short, flat sentences of which the novel is composed convey shock and despair Have better than an array of facts or effusive mourning. Still, deliberate simplicity is as hazardous as the grand style, and Vonnegut occasionally skids into fatuousness. What book is this? Slaughterhouse Five. Oh. Slaughterhouse Five. Wow. Yeah. Okay. An oxymoronic combination of the tough and tender, this book, will appeal to sentimental cynics, cynical sentimentalists. Readers less easily thrown off their trolley will still prefer Hans Andersen. This is from the Time, uh, from Time Magazine, 1937. So John Steinbeck. Hans Andersen? Yeah. You got it? No. Of Mice and Men. Oh. An oxymoronic combination of the tough and tender. What? Mice and Men will appeal to sentimental cynics, cynical sentimentalists. Readers less easily thrown off their trolleys will still prefer Hans Andersen. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Sorry, man. Are you of big, Mice and Men. Are you a big Mice and Men fan? It's a great book. We got a, there's a movie coming out this year, right? Jennifer Lawrence, right? Oh, okay, well, maybe I'm lying, but I was pretty sure that was true. Yeah, I'll, I'll fact check that. Okay, thank you. But I, that would have come up in any of our... This, uh, this is by Sir Andrew Motion, who later was the Poet Laureate of the United States. What, what is the Poet Laureate? <laughs> For the observer Of the United States. Currently? I mean, what is that role? Oh, it's just, you know, this person recognized as like the, you know, it's kind of an elevation. What? Uh, anyway... Here's the, so this is from 1991. Throughout numbingly boring and for much of the time deeply and extremely disgusting. Not interesting disgusting, but disgusting disgusting. Sickening, cheaply sensationalist, pointless, except as a way of earning its author some money and notoriety. What year? 1991. Wow. This is a review of American Psycho by Brett Easton Ellis. All right. Yeah. 
Movie is pretty disturbing. My, my favorite is not interesting, disgusting, but disgusting. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that is a burn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, this is from The Spectator, 1851. <laughs> this sea novel is a singular medley of naval observation, magazine article writing, satiric reflection upon the conventionalism of civilized life, and rhapsody run mad. It repels the reader. All right. Sea novel. 1851. 1851. So is it Herman Melville? Yeah, it's Moby Dick. Moby Dick. Yep, it repels the reader. Yeah. Wow. Okay. To be fair, most people just look at Moby Dick, the size of that book, and they're just like, nope. So. This is from the New York Herald Tribune Book Review, 1932. Margaret Cheney Dawson originally wrote this. Mr. Huxley has the jitters, a lugubrious and heavy-handed piece of propaganda. About... Uh, uh, no, I know what the book it is. Yeah. Stop. Brave New World? Yes, Brave New World. Brave New World is propaganda? Yeah, lugubrious and heavy-handed piece of propaganda. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, man. Yeah. That according to Margaret Cheney Dawson in 1932. Yeah. She strikes me as a very white, a right-winged person. Okay. Uh, right? <laughs> Orville Prescott writing in the New York Times, 1958. Blank. Uh, then is undeniably news in the world of books. Unfortunately, it is bad news. There are two equally serious reasons why it isn't worth any adult reader's attention. The first is that it is dull, dull, dull in pretentious, florid, and archly fatuous fashion. The second is that it is repulsive. What? Who is this, who is this book by? Uh, Vladimir Nabokov. Wow. You know what? Lolita. <laughs> Dull, dull, dull. Yeah. Oh, this this will crack me up. I'll share this with the... Well, that'll give it away. Um, the plan and technique of, of the illustrations are superb, but they may well prove frightening, accompanied as they are by a pointless and confusing story. It's from Publishers Weekly, 1963, so this is a picture book. Is this uh, Where the Wild Things Are? Yes, yeah. Where the Wild Things Are by Maurice What's confusing Sendai. about it? He goes, he plans out with the wild things, and then he goes home. Frightening, accompanied as they are by a pointless and confusing story. Do you think it's pointless? No. Or confusing? No. Did you see the movie? Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. Okay. Was it pointless and confusing? No, it made me cry. Was it frightening? It was frightening to realize that childhood is dark. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Bringing us down. Sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> the author's problem has been to tell the story she wants to tell and yet to stay within the consciousness of a child, and she hasn't consistently solved it. This is Granville Hicks writing in the Saturday Review in 1960. 1960. Yeah. Female team. Is this... Uh, yes. To Kill a Mockingbird? Yes, it is To Kill a Mockingbird. Miss wow. Lee's problem has been to tell the story she wants to tell and yet to stay within the consciousness of a child, and she hasn't consistently solved it. I gotta say, that one's... I mean, I know it's a classic and everything, but she may not be wrong. <laughs> I think that's a valid criticism. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is by a, a book by Thomas Hardy. An unpleasant novel told in a very unpleasant way. The Saturday Review, 1891. Of what? Listeners? Oh, they don't know. It's uh, Chess of the Duberbills, Thomas Hardy. An unpleasant novel told in a very <laughs> unpleasant way. Okay. 
All right, I'll skip the author here. Okay. This is by Edmund Wilson, writing in the New Republic, 1940. 1940. Okay. A master of the concentrated short story, the author, is less sure in his grasp of the form of the elaborate novel. The shape of the book is sometimes slack and sometimes bulging. It is certainly quite a little too long. Short story author, 1940. 1985? No. Uh, master of the concentrated short story, Hemingway, is less sure in his grasp of the form of the elaborated novel, The Shape yeah. of For Whom the Bell Tolls. Oh, it's sometimes it slack okay. and sometimes bulging. It's certainly quite a little too was long. Was that technically his first like novel novel? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure Hemingway had no point. idea. He wasn't It's confident. such an awkward sentence. It is, it is certainly quite a little too long. Yeah. Odd, odd way of saying. Well, that that. Guy I review was, this review. Yeah, he was uh, he was very confident in long form reviews, but in the short sentences, yeah. he stumbled. Yeah, Mary one Mac- star. Mary McCarthy, writing in the New York Times, nineteen eighty six, had this to say about this vaguely sci fi book: the writings of the novel is indistinguished. This is a serious defect, unpardonable maybe for the genre. A future that has no language invented for it lacks a personality. That must be why, collectively, it is powerless to scare. When did this come out? In 1986. You want the author? Mm, Listeners, do you no. know? Is it 1986? Ender's Game came out in 1986. No, it's not Ender's Game. <laughs> There's plenty of made-up words in Ender's Game. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of... I can't. It's Margaret Atwood. Handmaid's Tale. Oh. Yeah, I, basically the, the lack of... This says, criticizing the lack of a futuristic language akin to Orwell's 1984 or Burgess's A Clockwork Orange. It's saying that <laughs> Handmaid's Tale is just written normally without uh, anything to say. Oh, boo-hoo. Okay. All right. So this, is a, this one is sort of satirical. Okay. Sure. This fictional account of the day-to-day life of an English gamekeeper is still of considerable interest to outdoor-minded readers as it contains many passages on pheasant raising, the <laughs> apprehending of poachers, ways to control vermin, and other chores and duties of the professional gamekeeper. Unfortunately, one is obliged to wade through many pages of extraneous material in order to discover and savor these sidelights on the management of a Midlands shooting estate. And in the reviewer's opinion, this book cannot take the place of J.R. Miller's practical gamekeeping. Wow. This is Ed Zern writing in the American Hunting Magazine Field and Stream, 1959. Of? I've, I've never read this book. This is Lady Chatterley's Lover <laughs> by D.H. Lawrence. <laughs> I don't think it was about the, the game hunting. <laughs> oh, you missed the, you missed the yeah, point of that's, that. That's the satire, yeah. yeah. Oh, satire. <laughs> that was Jimmy Stewart in the movie oh, Satire. This, I think of all the ones on the list, this is probably the biggest burn. All right, close it out. So this is uh, the Odessa Courier, 1877. <laughs> had this to say, sentimental rubbish. Show me one page that contains an idea. Wow. Yeah. Sentimental rubbish. Show me one page that contains an idea. In 1887. No, yeah. 1887. I don't know what came out in 1887. Well, maybe Leo Tolstoy could tell you. Because it's Anna Karenina. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right, no, no, there's, there's, I just have two more, so you got to All go. right, all right. Here are the... Here, all you the just faults... just became very British. Sorry. Here, all the faults of Jane Eyre are magnified a thousandfold... And the only consolation which we have in reflecting upon it is that it will never be generally read. <laughs> is this Wuthering Heights? Yes. Wow. Yes. So the joy that reviewer got right. is that no one is going no to read No one's it. ever going to read Wuthering Heights. Yeah. yeah. 
That was James Lorimer writing our in collection. The, the North British Review, 1847. Yeah. Here all the faults of Jane Eyre are magnified a thousandfold, <laughs> and the only consolation which we have in reflecting upon it is that it will never be generally read. Yeah, nobody reads Wuthering Heights. That's true. All right, so this is your last one? Uh, yeah. All right, hit it. Okay. Hit it. No, sorry, there's two. Uh, Monsieur <laughs> Flaubert is not a writer. That's it. Le Figaro, 1857. That was, uh, Flaubert is not a writer. Madame Bovary. Madame Bovary. Okay, final one. All right. More than any of its predecessors, it is chargeable with not simply faults, but absolute want of construction. <laughs> Meager and melodramatic. This is Charles Dickens. In what? This was a, a review by George Brimley writing in The Spectator, 1853. More than any of its predecessors, it is chargeable with not simply faults, but absolute want of construction. Meager and melodramatic. Is this, um, is this Christmas Carol? No, it's a bleak house. Oh, okay. Bleak house. So that's it. Want of construction. Yeah. More than any, which means he thinks the other ones yeah. were also that, yeah. just not as much. Right, not, not nearly <laughs> as much. I said it before, Charles Dickens doesn't have any construction that, in her that books. That Wuthering Heights one just kills me. Yeah. That's it. I mean, that probably, I think probably the Anna Karenina, yeah. Leo Tolstoy. Show me an idea. Sentimental rubbish. Show me one page that contains an idea. It's just so angry. Yeah. You know? <laughs> this person yeah. is angry yeah. at Anna Karenina. All right. Kira Knightley, it's your job to yeah. go find She's that bring it back. Did you ever see that movie? No. I didn't see it either. I used to date Kira Knightley. You dated Kira Knightley? Yeah. Wow. Just for you, like you a, guys, yeah, you have a just similar, for like three weeks. A similar look about you. It's like three weeks during uh, my age of seventeen. Wow! Congratulations. That's I it. Guess. I mean, That's she's, all I've she's got very to say. famous. Yeah. You know what? I, you know what? I, I'm not a big Kira Knightley fan, but I love her in uh, Desperately Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Oh, have nice. you seen that one? No, I have not. That's oh, so good. It's her and Steve Carell. Okay. Very good. Love that movie. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps us up. Right? Yeah. Library news, yeah, and then yeah, yeah, and yeah. then we're gonna. Go home. Hit it. So one last time. Hamilton? Share some library news. Okay. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to share oh, the, well, no, I, I mean, the wisdom I have earned. I'm basically working on book clubs right now. All right, well, what, what are the book clubs going up? Uh, well, we finished Empire Falls, so now we're reading, you might be interested in this, we're reading Station Eleven. I am interested. By Emily St. Mendel. I'm going to read it. It's going to meet next month. Uh, Paige Turner is reading Track of the Cat, as we've already talked about. Yeah. Track that cat! Starring Mel Gibson, not really. <laughs> Uh, this is the first of Nevada Bar's Anna Pigeon series. So some of the some of the regulars in the book Don't club you are, have a are big. Uh, a sizen. Don't you have a sister named Nevada Bar? No, Pigeon. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I do have a sister. I call Pigeon. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This story is not about her. <laughs> I mean, I haven't read it yet, so maybe maybe there are some. Okay, stories, cool. but no, it's not about my sister Pigeon. Uh, <laughs> when else? you say sister Pigeon, it makes it sound like a pigeon you adopted. Yeah. As a sister. Yeah. Right. Like a bird. Yeah. She's a bird. She's a small bird. An actual pigeon. Yeah. Yeah, I found her on a statue. Your family just brought her home with me. Yep. Your family adopted her. Yeah. And she was like, and now she's your sister. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, the YA for Adult Book Club. Yes. Divergent, as we discussed. So yeah. That's it for me. So I have a feeling a lot of people have already read Divergent. Yeah. So get, over, get to our book club. Yeah. Just you've already read it. Yeah. If you're familiar with the series. Also, if you've only seen the movie, is it, is it very different now that you've read it? I think the book makes the. Um, Makes the motivations and the actual like story maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more clear. Uh, I don't know. It's I, I'm actually kind of torn. Do you think if somebody like had that. only seen the movie, they could follow along with oh the sure? Book yeah, I feel yeah. like all the beats are probably still yeah, the same. Yeah, they are. Unlike apparently Maze Runner, uh, Scorch, oh, Scorch Trials. Trials. Yeah. My my wife, a fan of the books, saw the movie and was very upset. Yeah. 
Oh, can we talk about this as well? Uh, Listeners, I don't know if you know this about me. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Jurassic Park films, books, uh, blankets, uh, toys. Action figures, Yeah, anything Jurassic Park themed. Anything with that logo. Yes. Um, And watching the second Maze Runner movie, The Scorch Trials, there's a scene where they're running inside a building. No one's going to know. Inside a building, it's tipping, and the, the girl falls hits the glass, the glass window, and now she's just hanging there on the glass. This scene is almost identical to the scene in the Lost World Jurassic Park where the T-Rexes push their uh, trailers off the edge, and Julianne Moore, playing Sarah Harding, falls into the glass and yeah. has the same, oh no, the glass is cracking. Mm-hmm. I was upset. Yeah. Watching it's Maze an Runner. homage. Maybe they're big Jurassic Park fans. <gasps> I'm a big Jurassic Park fan. Yeah, I know. Okay. You led with that. <laughs> All right, so more library news. Yeah. Um, Anime Club is getting closer and closer to its launch date. Woo! Actually, it, this is coming out the 22nd. That's next Wednesday. Wow. Wednesday night, March 2nd Ba-da-da-da. at 6 o'clock. Ba-da-da-da-da. We'll be watching anime provided by the provider known as Crunchyroll. <laughs> provided by the provider. That's yeah. Great. Crunchyroll. We'll have manga. We'll have snacks. We'll have a button machine. I can make buttons now. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know what... I'm. Do you want to... I, yeah. I would, Do you want a Nightwing I, button? I would love a Nightwing button. Thank you. Do you not have one? Uh, no, I in don't. Your own collection? I used to have a Bucky button that I wore in my fourth grade school picture. <laughs> they tried to take it off me, but I said no. My mom said I could wear it. And did they she? Loved it. She did say I could wear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah, it stands strong. Um, okay. Did it say anything like? No, it was just Bucky with the thumbs up. <laughs> Bucky, better known as the Winter Soldier in current comic yeah, book oops. and movie That's fair. Borderline spoiler warning. Is it? Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. If somebody hasn't seen the movies? Okay, if somebody didn't see the movie that came out like 10 years ago, then yeah. Uh, Spoiler. It came out two years ago. What? Winter Soldier? Oh, okay. Well, we cut it out. I don't care. (laughs) I'm not going to cut it out. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. Nick's being a shock jock again. (laughs) That's been shock. I've been off. Yeah. Uh, Photo show for the teens. If you know any teens who are good at photography or any teens that you think are good at photography. Uh, (laughs) What about teens who think they're good at photography but are not? Yeah, them are they, too. Are they welcome? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bring them. You know, uh, get ready because mid-April we're gonna start taking them, and that's it. Taking, we're just gonna taking, take your photos. Taking, no, <laughs> accepting entries to hang. Accepting entries to hang in our teen photo show. Cool. That's I love cool. It. And we're showing Goosebumps, the movie starring Jack Black, February twenty-sixth, based on the popular R.L. Stein series, which we have in our J paperback right. section. Known as uh, Goosebumps. The Goosebumps series, yeah, yeah. yeah. They have their own individual Never titles, read a Goosebumps. Never read a Goosebumps I've read a few. Life. We've talked about this. Yeah. Have we? Well, we've talked about it in our real life. I've read the one where the boy turns into a dog Whether at the end. recorded it or not. Spoiler right. alert. I won't tell you which one. Uh, doesn't matter. It's my Harry's Adventure, or Bad Hair Day, or oh, whatever. Boy. It's the one that has a hair pun. Uh, I've read the Monster Blood ones. Okay. But no, that wasn't my series. Can I tell you the truth? I, would love I looked at the covers and I tried to read the description stuff, and I got both a little scared and a little grossed out as a kid. Hmm. I wasn't. I wasn't there. I was not interested in Goosebumps at all. I was interested. I, remember I was when, just. I just wasn't there. Yeah. When I was in seventh grade, my friend did a book report on Goosebumps, and he dressed up as R.L. Stein, and he like put a big mole on his face. It was, uh-huh. So shout out to Dan Manson. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I enjoyed your book report. <laughs> Goosebumps were really popular when I was like in third grade. Okay. So that sounds. And I got right. into Animorphs in fourth grade. Yeah. Had it this, been... this was probably about 1996 when this happened. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's when I was in third grade. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Wait. Did you see my friend Dan's book report on R.L. Stein? Yeah. Was he in? Was he in Haverhill, Massachusetts? No, no. Michigan. Oh. 
Unless he went on tour. I don't know. Maybe he did. <laughs> For his book it, report. Was a, it was a great a book, book report. report. It was a really tour. good book report. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mine was on Roger Stern's The Death and Life of Superman, and I also dressed up like Clark Kent. Is that. What grade were you in? I if was I was in, in third I was in grade. grade. I was in seventh grade. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you were just. Yeah. Your book report was on the death of life. That's a of huge book. Have you seen that book? <laughs> it's not about the size of the book. Yeah. It's just funny. So you got up in front yeah. of the class? Yeah. Like Dan Sturges, The Death and Life of Superman is an intriguing Roger novel. Stern. Roger yeah. Stern is an intriguing No, I did it like in to... character. I did it in character as Superman. It was like Clark Kent. I had a jacket and I like ripped it open, had a Superman shirt on underneath. I how, aced that book report. How so. the heck are you the cool one? I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. You weren't cool in seventh grade. I was cool in seventh grade, yeah. I mean, I wore a denim vest a lot, but... <laughs> like, no, can't. you mean a vest. Like a vest. Like, it, it zipped. It was a zipped denim vest. A zipper vest? I, I wore it, like, every day. When I didn't wear it, people were like, where's your denim vest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did all right. I did all right in seventh grade. I don't understand. Also, just also cool. in seventh grade, in that same classroom uh, where we did our book reports, I turned 13, and my grandma sent a clown to the school. <laughs> <laughs> I was very embarrassed, but I rolled with it. And we had a history teacher who was afraid of clowns. So we had the clown go and torment the history teacher. And so then, I, then it sort of became like it was a cool thing instead of not, not a cool thing at all. I, I don't know. I, These things happen. I can't follow your childhood. These things it's happen, insane. man. I know. It doesn't align with what I remember of childhood yeah, at all. Sorry. <laughs> so. Things went down differently. I guess so. Yeah. Is that it? Are we done? Can I close <laughs> yeah, this? close out. On, on that note, because we can't Wait, no, we, we need to tell everybody it. where to find us. Okay, well, you can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on iTunes. Uh-huh. You can find us on YouTube. YouTube. Yep. You, can, you can see us on Facebook at David A. Howe Public Library. You can email us at wellsville at stls.org. You can find us on Twitter at All the Book Show. Yes. On Friendster, we are All the Books. <laughs> We're not on, That's on MySpace, uh, we are. And please, uh, yeah. if you're listening to us on iTunes, please rate and uh, review us. Let us know what we can do. Yeah, or listeners. What we've done. That everyone is so tell great. a friend. Everyone tell a friend. Yeah. Okay. If every if you're one a fan, of you yeah. tells a friend, well, we'll have 30 viewers at the end. That's not true. No, rock the vote. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> no. Okay. No, you're right. We'll have so like 35 it. or 40. So that's it. No, We're closing right. it out. I yeah. did a book report on Roger Stern's Death and Life of Superman in closing in seventh grade, and to, I aced it. To be fair, yeah. in seventh grade, I did a book report on the Hork-Bajir Chronicles, oh. which is a side story of Animorphs. But I don't think I got the cool factor. Huh. Somebody called me a weird kid at the end of my book Sad. report. In like 8th or ninth grade, I did a book report on C.J. Shera's Lois and Clark novel, which we have in our collection even right now. And so. people thought you were the cool kid. I guess. Some kid. I, I finished my book report about cool aliens yeah. fighting other yeah. aliens, rebelling. It's a lead into the Animorph series. And someone said, you're a weird kid, Mickles. No, that wouldn't have bothered me. That, maybe that's the difference. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, Michael, if you're listening, shut up. Oh, my gosh. I'm not going to give out the last name. Don't give out the... Tell, can you tell me his last name? Yeah, I'll tell you when we're done. Tell me later. And okay. we can, like, okay. talk about... All right. He's well, actually got a pretty good life, actually. I looked him up. He's doing pretty well with the Fox Network. You... you oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. Wow. That is yeah. pretty good. Yeah. All right. So... Well, I'm doing a podcast. In closing, <laughs> the last seven to ten minutes were very necessary and very relevant, <laughs> yeah. despite what you might think. Yeah. Thank you for listening to all the books. For all the books. Join us next week. All right, point at me when I should stop talking. Point at me when you're going to... Tune in. Next. Who's saying next week? Someone has it. Okay. All right. Tune us out. Send us out. Tune in next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.